welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 275. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And this is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. Do you like how on the first episode we ever did of this, since I started out, I just called myself the host, even though you do like everything? Yep. <laughs> Me too. My shoulder's tight today. My one side is... It's not as bad as yesterday, though. Going to train some back and buys today. Yeah, we are. So I need to loosen this shoulder up. Mm-hmm. You know the best way to loosen up a shoulder? Cayenne. I don't know. That was a legitimate question. I don't know. No, I, I just start whirling it around, put a lacrosse ball in mm-hmm. it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fun. Yeah. Um. Cool. Sure. What do you got? What do you got? This is your topic today. I'm just going to sprinkle in some magic. Um, so Sean and I have been talking a lot about like new business owners or like up and coming business owners. More just like topics of stuff at the beginning of businesses. So we figured it'd be a good time to like kind of re, uh, re-up, re-explain, re-talk about... Um, Time versus money. I think it's a really uh, important topic, especially for new business owners and stuff like that. Um, this is even more important for fucking... People later on. People that have been in business a few years. Yeah. Uh, and we've kind of talked about little things of it here and there. Uh, I know we've mentioned like Jordan Peterson. They asked his daughter, like, how was it? How was it like growing up with him being gone all the time because he would always do conventions or um, seminars and stuff like that? And she stated, she's like, I honestly don't even remember that he was gone that much because when he was home, he was very present and he made sure that like all of his focus was on his children whenever he was home. So I thought that was like really interesting because it really gives you perspective of like quality time too versus just time mm-hmm. um so yeah i thought it was a good topic to kind of retutor about uh if you want to listen to the original episode i believe it's 169 163 um so it was just over a year ago that we would have done this one nice mm-hmm. so should we talk about the definitions of each no all right guys we all have a finite Amount of time. Okay? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay. We all have a finite amount of time to do what we want to do and also what we need to do. hmm Because there's a level of need to survive. Yeah. Especially in today's society, I guess you don't need to pay rent. There's a lot of homeless people. hmm and shit getting handouts. So let's just say you don't want to be a bum. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you don't want to be a bum. Let's say let's say you care about your fellow human enough where you want to contribute instead of take. Let's say that. There's basic things that you need. Food, shelter, clothing. What else do they do? Food, shelter, clothing. That's kind of it, right? That sounds right. Food, shelter, clothing. All right, cool. So that's pretty much what you need. Well, you're going to need 
to do something to pay for that because it is no longer free. You can even pay off your house now. Um, and you could have a paid off house, but you still have property taxes. You'll still have your insurance. Um, property taxes are always increasing. Uh, the, the, the local government will make sure of that. <clears throat> but so like no matter what, you're always going to have a level of housing cost. And you're always going to have a level of, I guess, unless you house hack, but fuck off. Um, so you're always going to have some level of housing costs. Clothes, you can stretch a good amount of time, but you're still going to have to replenish here and there. Especially shoes. Shoes wear out so damn fast. Mm-hmm. And um, and then obviously the one thing that you're always, always going to need is food. Um, and especially if you want good quality food, it tends to cost a little more. Um, the big fallacy is like, oh, you can eat, like you can eat at the grocery store a lot cheaper and you can go out to eat. Um, but that rolls into the time and money thing. But if you want to eat like good organic, healthier foods, that's like, it's just fucking more expensive. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just how it is. Dude, try to, try to go to the fucking, what's the local mart? Farmer's market. Or Menominee Market. The Menominee Market. Like, you go in there, dude. Just give them your fucking wallet. Anyways, <clears throat> what I'm getting at here is we have to, at some level, trade time in order to get said money for our needs. Mm-hmm. Okay? There is a fourth need, by the way. That's water. Food. But anyways, continue. I put that in with food. I know you did. But good call. All right. So when you can look at what your basic needs are and figure out essentially whatever you're doing now, how many hours of your time does it take to check the need box, Mm -hmm. okay? Then you can look at what you want in life. Mm -hmm. And then you got to look at how many hours it takes, sorry guys, to get your wants, right? So... Boom, needs checked off. We know how many hours it takes to get our needs. Okay, say I want, say we want to go on vacation every three months. Mm-hmm. Say for said vacation, um, we want to be able to rent a nice car while we're there, or we want to be able to fly business class or whatever, right? Those are all things you have to factor into like your cost. You can't just be like, I want to take a vacation. It's going to be two grand. That's not, I mean, dude what you eat, how you travel, how you get there, what you do when you're there, like that shit, dude. Vacation, I remember when we went on vacation mm-hmm. to Singapore, 18 days, and we went for three grand a piece, yep. 3,200 bucks a piece plus our whatever. Granted, we went in a big group. Dude, you couldn't even come close to that today. No. Dude, you couldn't come close. Like, we were looking at, because we were looking at doing a week-long vacation. We're going to have that wrapped into a week-long vacation like that. Mm-hmm. I remember when all-inclusive resorts were, like, my, my parents went on an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. Uh, it was like five five days, six nights or whatever it was. And it was like 1100 bucks a person, 1200 bucks a person. Dude, those now are like 2500 bucks unless mm-hmm. you find, like, anyways calculating out the same shit your wants and how many hours in your current situation it'll take to get that right Mm -hmm. okay now we know for our lifestyle we want to have it takes us 40 
40 hours a week, let's say, right? We forgot one very, very crucial part. Do you know the very crucial part? Sleeping? No. What happens when you can't work? Oh, yeah. Retirement. Yeah. Or like getting to an age where whatever, you know? So, okay. What do you need to set aside for retirement so that, and it's not even necessarily like you don't even need to retire. Work till you die. Like work till the day you die if you can. But in that retirement, you're not going to be working as hard. So maybe your house is paid off. So that'll help offset some of that cost. But inflation is going to keep going fucking berserk. So mm -hmm. you got to figure out something to hedge against inflation because you still got to eat. Mm -hmm. You still need to survive healthcare and shit as you get older. Um, but so anyways, we now need to factor in, well, how many hours does it take to set aside money for the similar type of life I have now that I'll want then, right? right. Well, maybe I got to set aside and save 20%. Well, fuck, now I got it. What's 20% of 40 hours? Eight hours. Eight hours. So now now we got to add another eight hours. Now we're working 48 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Okay. I'm giving up 48 hours a week just for my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So why we bring this up about um, this is less so when you first start a business because scratch that 48 and just go ahead and write down like 70, 80. But once you got a few years into business and you have income coming, this is very important to have the income coming in to support other people. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, this isn't, um, you got to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so what that means, and what I'm getting at by that is, <clears throat> all right, we have these hours in this time. We might not be utilizing our time most efficiently. Right. One example of this, there's a salesman who is on a sales force. He asked, uh, he asked like his sales manager, he's like, hey, is it okay if I, if I hire a, a VA and pay for it on my own? Or an assistant. Is it okay if I hire an assistant and pay for it on my own? And the guy's like, uh... Yeah, it's your money, dude. You can do whatever you want with your money. He's like, okay, cool. So the salesman hired an assistant. Well, what did that help him with? Took him away from doing all of his scheduling. Took him away from filling out all the paperwork and doing all the back-end stuff. Took him away from majority of his phone calls. So what was that salesman able to do? Spend more time in the field selling. But he didn't have to spend all that extra time in the field selling. He could take some time off. Mm-hmm. So now he has somebody doing all the back end stuff, all the all the essentially fifteen to twenty dollar an hour tasks. Yeah. So he's got an assistant doing all the fifteen to twenty dollar an hour tasks for him. He is now doing all the tasks that are all the gen, uh, rev, revenue generating tasks that are over a hundred dollars an hour. Working less, working less hours, but make supplying a job for mm -hmm. somebody, and then making more by multiples mm -hmm. than everybody else in that sales office. It's the same thing in business if you're starting your own business, okay? You're the entrepreneur. Let's say you're a contractor. You're a contractor right now. You're going to all your bids. You're going to work to contract during the day. You're doing your scheduling. You're doing your bookkeeping and your taxes at home. Um, you're picking up all your materials. You're cleaning up the job site, right? All that. You're doing all that, okay? Well... What is the biggest t 
time commitment with the lowest like hourly wage in that in that like realm right Mm -hmm. it very well could be just a helper yeah so okay what would happen if you bought a help or if you hired a helper Mm -hmm. and then what would happen if your grandma wants to do your scheduling for you or something right and um and so you are like some of your light bookkeeping tracking your receipts all that shit right Mm -hmm. you could give up and supply somebody a job. So say it, say it is like, uh, say it's your grandma, right? You're supplying your grandma with 15 hours of work a week because she can't do as much as she used to be able to do. She's doing all your scheduling. She's talking with your customers, um, making sure, checking with you to make sure you got your materials and stuff, scheduling bids, all that stuff for you, doing your bookkeeping receipts. So then you can be on job more. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that you're on job more, now you can hire a helper on the job, okay? So now that helper can be making 20 bucks an hour, 22 bucks an hour, whatever. They can start doing material runs for you, helping you with some of the stuff so that you can do more of the like... Physical. Physical, like tactical or um, specialty work, yeah, more yeah. of the specialty work, right? And then as that guy's with you for years, he's going to learn how to do that specialty work. You're going to hand that specialty work off to him and that'll give you to oversee more of like the job and hire another helper. Mm -hmm. So now you're making money on both of those guys. So what I'm saying about this, it's not always about, this is something I battle with a lot and we talk about this all the time. It's not necessarily about growing to the moon, Mm -hmm. okay, and going huge. It's not about, it's not about like getting yourself out of everything and not being self-employed and owning a business, whatever. The big thing is how much time do you want to trade for money? Mm -hmm. So by doing this, what happens when you have someone doing your scheduling for you and all your bookkeeping and back-end work, okay? All your bookkeeping, back-end work, scheduling is done for you, okay? What happens when you got two guys on the job working 40 hours a week? They don't have to worry about nothing besides going and doing the job. They're not worrying about the bookkeeping, they're not worrying about any of that shit. And then what happens when you get one guy out bidding for you? Mm-hmm. Part-time yeah. salesman going out, bidding jobs for you that you're getting. Maybe that guy gets 8% or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, maybe he does it for a couple contractors in the area and he gets his commission based off of that. I also think that a lot of people, I, I think if you're a good salesman, you should really think of that model. Mm-hmm. If you're a good salesman, you should go to a couple little um contracting companies find out their specialties maybe you go to an interior guy maybe you go to an exterior guy and you're like hey if i bring you leads can i get eight percent just say like think about it right because anyways i think that'd be a good business model yeah why are you looking why are you looking at me like that just keep going do you think i'm getting off track no all right all right shit what kind of time did that just free up for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have those things. You're just overseeing the project. You're helping the guys out here and there. You went from working 40 hours on the job site to doing your back-end bookkeeping work at night, making sure the materials are there, scheduling and doing bids. So you go from working 60 hours, 70 hours a week to now you're down to working 30. You just supplied four jobs granted two of them are Mm part-time two of them are full-time 
And now you have freed up your time and your resources and your life to spend a little bit more with family Mm -hmm. and a little bit more with friends to do the shit you want to do, do your hobbies, things like that. Now, do I need to take my own advice? Yes. Maybe a little bit. Um, No, I was just staring at you because you were just like so close to getting to the point and then you just like kept like going and going and I'm like, just, just finish the point. What I like, I like to take 15 minutes to get where I'm going. I know. I also love that we started this podcast and you're like, this is your topic, babe. You're going to go. And then you took off. I do that just to fuck with you. I know you do. All right. Go ahead. Does it have anything to add to that point? That 15 minute point? Um, No. Like it just. It goes to show that time is valuable. I I mean, right now, like, Sean and I know, both know, like, we don't have kids. So that's why we are putting so much more time into the business. And, like, now that I quit my job, like, we're able to both, like, Mimi doesn't care if we hang out with her or, like, play with her all the time or anything. Like, she honestly just loves having our presence. And we know that. Mm-hmm. So now that we both are... Right now, we're both working in the office, but just in general, like, I'll be in the office, so then I can bring Mimi with. So she's just going to enjoy life more being with me. Being an office pup. Yep. Um, and she loves seeing people, so mm-hmm. that'll also be good for her. Uh, but so that is why, like, right now, we're like, okay, we can put more time in the business. So then when we do have kids, like, we can then put less time into the business to spend with our kids mm-hmm. and we're doing things creatively right now where like being able to bring Mimi to the office so we're not losing time with her and like she's losing time with us like it's very especially at the beginning especially you have to be very creative with your time and any time that you do spend with your family like make sure it's valuable and we spent time with my family yesterday and Sean was a good sport about it. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, but like it, w- it was fun. I mean, we, I wasn't on my phone the whole time. Someone was really tired and was ready to go home, but that's okay. I'm gonna tell you what, dude. We reached a point in the night where I need to sleep. Yep. And I was over it, dude. And the only way I was staying awake was staring at my damn screen. Because mm-hmm. once you hit eleven thirty, yeah, Sean's out. But dude. I'm usually in bed sleeping by 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm usually in bed like 9, 9.30, sleeping by 10. Occasionally, I'll be reading till 10.30. But the amount of times I'm making it up and running till midnight, mm-hmm. especially after I just got done eating a shit ton of food, mm-hmm. some apple, caramel, Sean, get pie. to the point. I'm out, dude. Yeah. I'm, so- check me out. We we don't get to spend we don't spend a whole lot of time with my family and it was nice because like none of us were on our phones um, for most of the night uh, and it was fun like we made sure it was worth it. Peggy so, Sue and I checked out at eleven thirty. Yeah, you two checked out, but still, I mean that was how long <laughs> after we started hanging out. So anyway, so time obviously is the number of hours spent doing some work. Time is a finite thing because we all end at some point. So we have, everyone has limited time. Money is the amount amount earned for doing the work. Obviously, you can make as little or as the the most amount of money you want. Right. One thing that I 
this just blows my mind is time once wasted never returns but one can make money spent or wasted again mm-hmm. it's just such a like a i like think about it all the time but not like in that way like you can waste so much time and never get it back you can waste money but you can get it back mm-hmm. so it's just so interesting and then like that's something that you really need to think about um i have coworkers I old coworkers that with their first child they didn't or they put her in daycare and once they realized how little time they were spending with her because they were both working eight hours a day then they decided it was best for their family to have the mom um be a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. and so their kids could actually be with the family all day long so like they have really high like family family morals like they they want their kids to know how important the family unit is not your all your friends are you spend more time with your friends at daycare than you do with your family i don't know how much of this is true in that realm look i i love what you're saying i agree so much i mean just one minute detour yeah i don't know how much of it's true but i follow like a lot of homesteading pages mm-hmm. on the instagram and they talk about how important the first like 10 years of a child's life is yeah. and and like by putting kids in school young it immediately zaps their creativity out of them mm-hmm. and like their their ability their their like natural ability to do the things they want to do is like gone mm-hmm. right and everything is just like programming from then on out yeah it's too structured yeah it's too and so like they said we're like really wrecking kids creativity and we're also wrecking their like proclivity to do to like be out in the wilderness doing more things like being more like be more natural essentially mm-hmm. and everything is like that 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 and they lose a lot of their personality and stuff mm-hmm. by like having to be in a class and which then directly correlates to negative behaviors yeah. bad behaviors things like that and so i don't know i just there's a lot of people who are like the benefit of your kids being raised by the family and they don't even say like their whole life they're like through like in, like through elementary school mm-hmm. that the amount they said like that helps with kids overall development is huge maybe not social development but like overall their whole development uh, apparently it's just huge i guess two little quips to that um one uh with boys especially because um, boys get diagnosed with adhd a lot more than girls but it's because of like their hormones and stuff like they're meant to go run around like they're meant to go do work and run around so a lot of kids that are like boys that are homeschooled like the parents will like have them go run around like in their yard and like do chores and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because then you wear them down so they can focus on school Mm -hmm. um so that's like one thing that's like really hard for boys especially is being forced to sit in a chair before they've been able to run off all that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, in Japan, they don't think 
kids should um, have to be tested because they think it's so bad for their brain development that um, they don't start doing any tests until fourth grade in Japan. Oh, interesting. And that's why, like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, looked into Japanese culture, but, like, they're very intelligent, very smart. Oh, Japan's really smart. And they are some of the nicest people you will ever meet as well. Some of the younger ones, not as much. They made fun of us quite a bit when we were there. Um, but that was in Tokyo. And we were lost, and they were just laughed at us. Well, I noticed a lot. But when you go to other countries, nice. when you go to other countries, they will laugh at you for being different. Mm. There's a, that, that's common. We tell that in Germany big time. Oh, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, it's big time. Mm-hmm. Um, but other places, it's 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 like groupthink. Yeah. So, But if there's like one person to you, they're really kind. Yeah. You know, when you're like when we're over traveling wherever we are, you know, when it's not a group of people, they're super kind. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that was a little that doesn't have anything to do with time versus money, but spend time with your kids and make it worth it. Don't be sitting there on your phone scrolling Instagram while your kids are playing on the, playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Like play with them, enjoy. It. Like mm-hmm. you don't get that time back. You don't get that time back. And like. Kids are only a baby once. Kids are only a toddler once. So make sure, like, you are spending that time with them because that is really good development for them to know, like, oh, yeah, I know, like, my dad will always be there for me because he he actually plays with me and pays attention to me when we're, when we're playing around. Right. Um, I've seen videos of this, too, recently. Uh, like, a parent was at, like their kids gymnastics practice and it was like five-year-olds or something and all the kids would constantly be like when they were waiting in line to do the next thing would just be staring at their parents and this parent like was taking a video of these kids just like looking at their parents just like sad and they looked around and all the parents were just lost in their phone not paying attention to their kids and that person's kid like didn't stare at them the whole time like they would like check in and every time they would like smile and be so happy that like their dad was like watching them but they were happy and enjoyed those practices but the kids that when they looked at their parents and their face down on the phone didn't enjoy it as much it's fucked dude it's wild so These anyways phones i don't think are good for us no um the value of time remains constant it is as precious in the future as in the present and the past However, value earned from time varies from individual to individual. For example, a company CEO makes higher money for the same time spent than a new employee who just graduated from college. How interesting is that? Say it again. The whole thing or just the end? Just the end. Um, Value earned from time varies from individual to individual. For example, a company CEO makes higher money for the same time spent yeah, mm-hmm. than a new employee who just graduated from college. That was Yeah, that was what I was trying to say earlier. Like, mm-hmm. your figure out where you're at now and how many hours it takes for you to do that. And so, like, just say you're a general construction laborer mm-hmm. and you're making 25 bucks an hour or 20, whatever, and you look at it like that. Well, if you become a foreman, you're making 37 for the same 35, amount of time. the same amount of time. And if you become a project manager, even more. Mm-hmm. But you could actually bring that time down because you don't have to be on job. You just have to schedule projects. Yeah. And you can hire an assistant. So you can, yeah, your value for time goes up drastically. Mm-hmm. It's 80-20 rule. Yeah. 80-20 principle. And then if your value 
per hour goes up, you can work less hours, spend less time making the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, money, the value of money decreases with time, also known as the time value of money. However, the value of money remains the same for each individual. So say a burger that costs $2 will cost the same to the CEO of a company and the new fresher employee. How crazy is that? And but the time, what what would they say about the time though? Um, money decreases with time. The value of money decreases with time. Yeah. Um, however, the value of money remains the same for each individual. So it's just interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. So the value of money is the same for you compared com- me compared to you. You make more than me, but the value of money is the same. That cup is five dollars for you and it's five dollars for me i've thought about that because um i've i've definitely thought about that in the realm of as like an owner of a company grows they make a lot bigger mistakes Mm -hmm. or like a lot we talked about this yesterday about the railing thing zach Mm -hmm. um and it's this that i thought about right so, to someone making a couple hundred grand a year, to somebody making 40 grand a year, mm-hmm. okay, you, let's just talk about like updating, uh, let's, we'll just say putting a fence around your house, right? Okay. Fence around your house, because we put one out this summer, put a fence around your house, right? It costs, say, $10,000, right? Yeah. Now, let's say... You can save by doing it yourself and just getting the materials because we're on the time money thing. Let's say you can save $5,000. So $5,000 to the CEO, Mm -hmm. they're like, I'll hire that shit out, dog. Yeah. It ain't. I'm not fucking around for five grand because I can go make some moves. I, that that fence is going to take me three weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get some tools. I'm going to have to do some shit. I'm going to have to call, but I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Or I can work for eight hours and make that $5,000. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where that person who makes forty grand a year, they're like five grand. First off, the initial five grand for them is a huge bit to chew off. Mm-hmm. Then the other five grand that they can save by doing it themselves, they're like, I'm fucking doing it, dude. That's just three weekends. I'll, I'll exchange my time. Mm-hmm. That five grand for the CEO, that initial five grand for materials, like, this is nothing. Yeah. And then that extra five grand is nothing because for like what their value is in the marketplace and how much they can bring. So the craziest thing I always think of is they say like more money, more problems, which yes, that's true. But the problems, the small problems that the normal, the small problems that someone making less money is worried about is nothing to the CEO Mm -hmm. because the, the, the average person might be worried about paying rent. The CEO is like, dog, I don't even notice rent coming out. Mm. But the CEO is like, I'm trying to make a move with my company that's a million dollar move that could really impact things. Mm. So like stuff that stresses someone out that makes 40, 50 grand a year 
is not even like blipping on the radar because it's such a minuscule amount yeah. to the CEO making 250. Right. And also probably the CEO is in a place where they're like, they know what size of a house to pay for where they don't notice the mortgage coming out. So they don't get like, mm-hmm. it's not like comparable of like a $700 rent payment to a $40,000 wage worker to a $70,000, nope, $7,000 mortgage payment to a $400,000. Like, it's not really... It's not comparable, and here's the reason yeah. why. As I went over before, we all have our basic needs. Mm-hmm. And for our basic needs, like, we've calculated out the food, shelter, clothing, water, you know, it's whatever. It's like forty-five grand a year. Yeah. Like, so let's just say it's, yeah, forty grand a year, whatever it is. So... It's forty grand a year for our needs. Mm-hmm. Well, besides maybe some organic food and maybe a few more fancy restaurants, it's still only fifty grand for the CEO. Yeah. But let's say the CEO wants a little nicer house and all that stuff. So okay, so their their need section, their need section is a hundred grand. Yeah. Well, they got hundred fifty on top of that. Yeah. The dude that's making forty that his needs is thirty five. <laughs> he, that percentage is way off is fucked yep and so i i just thought about that the other day of like wow it's the same money to people but that concept or like how easily it is for people to come up with that money mm-hmm. is wildly different but the steak is still the same cost for the steak yeah um one thing like if you're struggling with trying to spend less money one thing to really start doing is to think about not how much it costs in money how much it costs in time 100 percent um that's something that like sean and i did a lot when we were both in college um but it really changes your like perspective because like let's say you look at a book i'm sure sean how much is that chain of gold book at the back of it behind you nope other side other side this big big boy I picked a bigger hardcover because I know it'd be more money. Twenty four ninety nine. Okay, so now I know. Okay, that's gonna cost me forty five minutes. Forty five minutes of my time. Right. Cost me that book. Right. Or we can go to the library and rent it for free. Mm-hmm. It's free. Mm-hmm. Hundred <sighs> percent. Maybe you're going to make me become a minimalist by the end of this fucking conversation if, no. if you're not careful. We already spent the money on this. So. If you ain't careful, babe. Okay, what are we get? we're just going to waste time by trying to sell this now. Anyways, okay, earning potential. So time cannot be made or purchased. Time cannot create more time as it is constant for each individual. It is available with the rich as well as the poor. Nothing on that? One can earn money, it makes more money, and it is not constant with the individuals. It is available to the rich, but not available to the poor. Mm-hmm. But they can spend their time better and make it available to them. 100%. Um, spend patterns. Time keeps on moving every second, minute, and hour. Money may stay constant for some time till it is not spent or new money is not earned. I think that one's interesting because like, right, 
time is continually moving. So we've spent 36 minutes of our time on this podcast. In that 36 minutes, our bank account has stayed the same. Yeah. It has not changed. It has not moved. Nothing. Because we have not spent any money while we've been podcasting. Right. We have not earned any money while we've been podcasting. Right. It's very, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And we find the value of free education a little bit better than getting paid to do this, which is why we don't have ads. And we're tiny, so no one wants to ad for us. You telling me the 13 listeners do not want to ad? Wow, rude. Um, I'm saying the company doesn't want to pay us, so 13 people can't oh, listen to it. that. All right. Um, no, the, um, the other part with that, though, is the idea of passive income. So as we sit here, if your money's in like some sort of fund um, or even in an ally <laughs> savings account, mm-hmm. um, it's in real estate. Stocks. Stocks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, all that shit. If you look at my Robinhood, my Robinhood has not been constant. No. But like those things, so time remains constant. But those things are ever fluctuating. Mm-hmm. You can be getting money in, money out all that shit while you're chilling. Um, but the time still is it's the only constant. Time is the only constant in the world. Mm-hmm. Always going. We just so happen to live in a super shitty fucking society where, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, time is limited, obviously. One has only 24 hours in a day. And it's the same for every individual. Yes, it is. Money is not little. If the person works hard and uses his mind and skills, he can earn more and make more. Yeah. Um, another thing to kind of keep in mind, because Sean did talk about, like, leveraging his time more. So, obviously, like, handing off lower-level tasks and stuff like that. You have to keep in mind the extremes of that. Because you can go to the extreme where you over-leverage. Where you're hiring every little thing out, but you're not you're not using that time to increase your money flow in. Mm. You do have to keep, like, be conscious of that. So, I mean, we didn't actually do this, but it is, like, something that we can use. So, Sean would usually snowplow our driveway with the side-by-side. Well, that would take him, on some days, one hour to two hours. One to two hours. So that's two hours of Sean's time that he did not make any money because he had to snowplow the driveway. Well, now he got a truck with a plow. How much longer is it going to take? Or how long will it take to snowplow with that? Half the time easy. It'll definitely cut that in half. So Sean could figure out his break-even point. Okay, so it cost me this amount of money to get that snowplow on my truck. Yeah. So then you can... Be like, okay, it'll take me 10 snowplows to break even on that snowplow. And then also, we have to think of the maintenance and upkeep and stuff we don't have to put into our side-by-side now because we're not using it for plowing. And we get to also think about the money Sean will make on that extra hour that he's not snowplowing. Right. Um, Just for the people out there, I didn't buy a plow. To buy a plow, it just came with the truck I wanted. And I was like... I guess I'll take a free plow. Yeah. I want the truck. Um, so, but anyways, we calculated that, that out with mowing our lawn. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why we don't have a lawn more. Yep. And that's why we hire out our lawn. Because it was like a five-year break-even point, wasn't it? It was a five-year break-even just for the lawn more. Yeah. Not even our time. Once we had in our time, it was a ten. It was over a ten-year break-even. If you could even reach it, to mow our own lawn, it made zero sense for us to mow our own lawn. And so, a lot of these things look like it. it it honestly would make sense for us to hire out our plowing mm-hmm. if I like, but I just kind of have fun doing it and I only do it for us. So like I have fun. I'm not doing it for a living cause fuck that. Um, but like I, I actually think plowing is fun. So I like doing it. We're mm-hmm. like mowing. I'm not out on a lawnmower and a weed whacker going, God, I'm having the most fun I've ever had, mm-hmm. you know? So that's where it's different for me there. Um, Going back to what you're saying about hiring out too much and leveraging too much, dude, I see this. I see this with a couple, a couple of the people we wanted to come speak at Recon, mm-hmm. like a couple people we we've met down the line. Yes. When you leverage too much, you lose a sense of purpose. You need to be contributing. And when you leverage everything out and then you're not still in the day to day, even if the day to day is critical thinking, is some meetings, is uh, like going over with people, doing like reviews, feedback, things like that. If you don't have a role yourself and you deleted all your roles, talk about the fucking I don't know if it almost they almost turn into not good people Mm -hmm. because here's what it is. The idle mind is the devil's playground. Yes. If you take away your purpose and all your time is now free, it's very easy for that time or that like that space in your brain to be corrupted. Mm hmm. And so it's hard to get into doing bad shit if you're always doing something, especially something productive, working you towards a goal. And when you pass everything off and over leverage too much, you really need to take an account of what kind of fucking person you are. Yep. Because I'm willing to bet it's deteriorating. And I say that from personal experience, like even myself, meeting others, seeing other people. When you lose your purpose or over leverage and you have spare time, dude, it's easy to be corrupted and doing some dumb shit. But when you fucking have a purpose and you're working towards something, that is a, a, a fucking powerful thing. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying work your whole life away, but having some productive hobbies, setting a schedule. Still, make, do, still doing some chores yourself. Doing chores. Dude, if you fucking don't do a single thing, like you you can't even wash a dish, you ain't cooking no food anymore, like you reach a point where you're so far leveraged and out of touch with reality that unless you're Hermosy, unless you're the extreme disciplined version where you're actually replacing that time with higher income generating tasks... Mm -hmm. 
you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Most people use that as an excuse, and we've heard it so many times. Remember, dude, I remember in our fucking mastermind, we had the dumbasses talking about, oh, it ain't worth my fucking time to cook my own food and meal prep. I can be out selling more. Oh, so when you be cooking dinner uh, and doing meal prep at 8 p.m., you're out selling? Mm -hmm. Well, no, I'm playing video games. All right, you useless fucking retard. That's not the same thing. Yeah. No. Now, if it's, oh, I don't cook a lunch and I grab a lunch as I'm on, I, I instead of like cooking a lunch, because, but which you shouldn't have cooked a lunch, you should have meal prepped at 8 p.m. on Sunday. Yep. But we'll go with it. You decide you're going to cook a lunch. Yeah. Would it make more sense to do a meeting with a client at a cafe? Probably fucking bleed, mm -hmm. right? But also, it's going to be weird if you're eating in front of a client and they're not eating. Oh, dude, that's where you got to do lunch. Yeah. I do luncheons. Anyways, continue. It's all, if, if you're going to be that person that leverages to the gills and does all that and you don't want to become not a good person, mm -hmm. you need to be extremely disciplined to replace that time with more higher income generating tasks or hobbies or time with your family, you need structure. That's why budgets are so important. That's why schedules are so important. If you don't have a structure and a purpose to go through life to utilize your time properly, you will get fucking corrupted in your mind. Mm -hmm. Dude, fucking listen to a uh, uh, reader, listen to Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil. Oh, yeah. He explains that in there 100%. You have to have structure and discipline in your life. Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing. And it, it's interesting, too, because, like, we listen to a lot of Andy Frisella. And if you don't listen to Andy Frisella, I highly suggest you do. Real AF. Yep. Um, and he even talks about, like, Emily makes dinner every night. Yeah. And she's also a business owner and does mm -hmm. a lot for their coaching group. Like, oh, yeah. she is a constant goer. Mm -hmm. But she makes dinner every single night. Mm-hmm. They don't have a personal chef to cook them whatever they want. Like, she cooks dinner. So yep. it's very, like, it, it goes to show, like, even some people that their time is probably worth more. <laughs> to Not do... probably. No, yeah. Their time is worth more doing business. But they don't do that. They continue to be a regular human and do normal things because they need to. And even Andy, like, Andy, like, chills at night. And he just sits in his garage, smokes a cigar, just probably to decompress, honestly. Well, he chats with a lot of people. Yeah. Does a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, there is no, there's no excuses. Also, you've got to still be a human being. It is like a scale. There's a balance to time and money. And you just got to find that balance. And if you... Don't have a whole lot of time right now because you're just getting started or anything. Then make sure it's quality time. Make sure if you're you only get two hours to play with your kids, you're playing with your kids. Like they're not watching TV. You're not on your phone. Right. Like you are playing with your kids. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I like that time versus money. There's definitely a time to fucking get some more time back. Yeah. And there's a time. To use up more of your time. And honestly, I mean, if you're 67 years old and you regret what you've done for the past 60 years, 
20 years, whatever, like, you still have time left. Like, your life's not over. Some people obviously, like, didn't take care of their bodies, and now their bodies are falling apart at that age. But it's like, you still can do things. We've seen 60-year-olds who, actually even 7-year-olds, who are obese, lose a whole bunch of weight, and are are in better shape than they ever were, and are walking and doing everything they want to do. So you can still take your time back. You can take your life back whenever you want. It all just goes back to discipline and structure. Discipline and structure. You got to change your mindset. Don't be poor me. I'm whatever. I'm a victim. Don't need that mindset. You still have so much life in you. You can do what you want. Take your time back. Make the money you want to make. Just got to be smarter. Right. Cool. Love it. That's what I got. All right, gang. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on Friday. See ya. (laughs) 